Pesachim Perechetz Mishnah Dalad. Now, normally, when a group of people register on a Korban Pesach, there's the understanding that they're all going to eat it together as one. So therefore, if one part of the group decides they want to eat alone, they cannot force the others to leave and eat it somewhere else as a different group. However, in the following case, some of the group can be forced to eat elsewhere. If a person who's a member of a group, registered on a Korban Pesach, registers other people with him to share his portion without asking permission of the other members... Okay. Now, since they didn't ask permission to add more members, they cannot be considered full members of the group. Rather, they only have a right only to his share of the portion. For example, if the original group had 10 people, his guests get a share of his 10th of the offering. They don't get equal shares. They get this person's group, this person's, you know, portion, they get to split it amongst themselves. So therefore, in this case, the other members of the group can, can insist, they give him his portion. So he's from his portion together. He's guests in one place, and they eat from their portions in a different place. Divisional members have the right to say they do not want to eat the common person together with strangers who are not part of their original group. Mishnah Heb. Now, a person who is Tamer on Erev Pesach and will continue to be Tamer that night cannot be part of, a, of the common Pesach. Since they will not be able to eat from it that night. Our Mishnah teaches, however, that a person who is Tamer on Erev Pesach can join in a Karban Pesach if the Tumah will be gone by nightfall. Zav Shera'ash De Re'iyot. So let's say you have a Zav who experienced two omissions, okay, which literally means two sightings. So a Zav is a man who becomes Tamer through a series of involuntary, involuntary bodily emissions. So if this person experiences these emissions twice on the same day or on two consecutive day, days, this person is Tamer for seven days, after which he immerses himself in a natural spring and becomes Tahar at night. If he experiences three such emissions on the same day or three consecutive days, he must also bring a set of offerings on the day after his immersion to complete his purification. Until these offerings are brought, he may not eat from any sacrifice offerings. So this is what we're dealing with. This Zav who saw two emissions, so therefore he's Tamer for seven days, after which goes to uh, immerses themselves and becomes her at night. So Shochatin Allah Bashvi we can slaughter the Quran Pesach on his behalf on the seventh day of his Tumah if he falls on Erev Pesach since he will be able to eat from it at night. Okay, so he's got to go to the mikveh, he's got to immerse himself before slaughtering the Pesach, so it'll be certain that the Tumah will be gone at night. Ra'ashalosh. Now if this person saw three omissions, either on the same day or three consecutive days, so in addition to immersing himself on the seventh day, he's also got to bring karbanot on the eighth day, so before he can eat any Korban meat. Shachatin ala bashmini shalosh. So we can slaughter on his behalf on Erev Pesach if it is the eighth day. Okay, so again, he's got to put the money. So in this case, they've got to, the Zav is three minutes, so he's got to wait seven days, plus on the eighth day, got to bring Karbanat. So again, he's got to put the money in. There, there was, a, there was a, a chest marked for the purposes of Zav offerings. Okay, and he should have put that money, as long as he put the money in, that money will be used for the Karbanat that day. So therefore, he'll become pure at night. So in that case, we can, we can slaughter him on the eighth day. Now, the rules for a woman who experienced abnormal blood flows. Now, when a woman's menstrual flow begins, it's normal for it to continue anywhere from one to seven days. A flow that occurs during the following 11 days from day eight to 18, okay, from the beginning of the period, is considered abnormal. If, after purifying herself from the original flow, she experiences a single flow within those 11 days, she's tamed until the following day. She then immerses herself and remains tamed until nightfall. If she experiences another flow on that second day, she remains time until the third day when she immerses herself and remains time until nightfall. Now, if there's another flow on the third day, this now makes her zava and she remains time until seven consecutive days pass with no flow at all. She may then immerse herself on the seventh clean day, but she remains somewhat time until she brings her zava offerings on the eighth 
day. Okay, so now we're going to deal with these cases. Shomer Yom Kenegad Yom. So a woman observes a day corresponding to a day, so she experiences normal blood flow for one day, becomes tahar by immersing herself the next day. So then we can slaughter Karban Pesach on the second day, i.e. the day following her flow. Okay, again, she's immersed in the mikveh or in the spring, so that she will be tahar at nightfall. Now again, if she saw two flows on two flows on two consecutive days, in which case she purifies herself by immersing on the third day and waiting till nightfall, we can slaughter Karban Pesach on her behalf on the on the, on the third day. Again, you know, she's she's gone to she's immersed herself, so she will be tahar by nightfall. And in that case, we can slaughter her. Now, Zava, who must observe seven clean days, then bring offerings on the eighth day, and it's forbidden to eat sacrificial offerings until then. If Erev Pesach is the eighth day, we can slaughter a carbon Pesach on, on, on her behalf only when it's on the eighth day of her Tumah. And therefore, again, we've also got to make sure she's depositing the money in the right chest in the Beta Mikdash so the carbon will be bought, in which case we know she will become Tahara Nightfall, and therefore um, we can slaughter for her. Have a great day.